Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. five-star life show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my incredible co-host, Coach Mia. Thank you, Seth. As I said earlier, it's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks. Welcome back. Thanks. Glad to have you. Glad to be back. So we also have, I want to introduce producer Arnold back here. Hey, what's up, Five Star Nation? (laughs) It's good to be back. Yes, 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 yes. So you can't see him, but you can hear him. And he's the one that edits everything and mm-hmm. posts it online, uh, doing an incredible job. By the way, yes, he um, he's creating traction online. So like social media, people are liking it and looking at it. It's getting thousands of views. So kudos to Arnold. He's knocking out of the park. If you just tuned in, thank you so much for listening and, and supporting us in that way. But if, if you didn't know this, you can actually listen to this anywhere podcasts are streamed. Uh, you can also watch this show on YouTube on our Five Star Life YouTube page at the Five Star Life. So be sure to check it out. Also, if you enjoy the content, it helps us so much as we're trying to spread the word and change culture. If you hit the like button, that helps the algorithms. If you hit the subscribe or share button, you don't miss anything. So um, just want to encourage you to do that. If you like it, share it with somebody else. Yep. What are we going to talk about today? Uh, you know, so we just recorded a lesson for kids mm-hmm. and we're in this series teaching kids how to break through in leadership. And we've been defining leadership simply for kids as influence. And everybody has influence. Your your smile has influence. Your moodiness has influence. And so in this lesson, we really break down, if you want to be a leader, the foundation you have to think about, the low-hanging fruit going after is your vibe. We all have a vibe. When we walk in a room, we have a presence. When some people, so th- we're going to unpack that, but I, I want to first, I want to just give people little, little updates on five star life, all yeah, things five star. We've got a lot going on. We have a lot going on. So uh, for those of you who love the game of basketball or you have kids or grandkids that play basketball, you really should think, and they're, and they're serious about it. They, they really need to look at five-star basketball um, as an option. So it's, we have a travel program coming up for the spring, summer. Uh, tryouts are coming up here in March. Just go to our website, fivestarlife.org. Um, you can click the basketball uh, button, and it will give you all the information how to register. Um, don't miss that. That's the girls' tryouts are coming up here soon, and the guys will follow a little later. A um, lot, lot going on. Last night, um, I had the opportunity to be at our SNAP leadership program, and we're halfway through the program. So it's a six-week program for kids who've gotten into minor trouble and their parents. So they come together. It's mandated by the courts. They have to come. And they don't always seem excited the first night because they're being punished for, you know, right. it's, it's not fun. But over the course of the six weeks, goodness sakes, I just had a hiccup. <laughs> oh, I, no. I didn't even eat lunch. No lunch. How do you eat, when you intermittent fast, how do you get hiccups, Mia? I don't know. <laughs> My breathing and talking is in rhythm. That's what it is. Okay. Get it Get it in rhythm. It must be. I'm in the groove. Okay. <laughs> As I was saying, 
this program is so powerful, but we're in the third week and we're taking all these parents and kids on this journey where we're starting with a vision and helping them create a vision for where they want to go in 2024. What do they want to change? What do they want to improve? And the second week was all about goal setting. Like, okay, how am I going to practically take actionable steps to get there? And then last night was all about, it's so important. You can have a vision, you can have goals, but you have to believe it. You have to become emotionally attached to it. That will create motivation to move forward. And one of the first questions, like a a follow-up question from the previous week was, you know, have you ever set a goal and accomplished it? What did it feel like? Or can you imagine what it'd feel like if you'd accomplished this goal? What would it feel like? And this parent just was beaming. She's like, I want to share first. It's like, I, I wrote down my vision. I created my goals and like, it's happening. Like I'm meeting my goals. Like I'm already winning. And she was she's like, I can't even explain it. How good I feel. It's like, I feel ecstatic. I feel euphoric. I feel amazing. Like, well, what are you doing? It's like, well, I, I'm so excited about my vision and what I'm going to do this year. Like the changes I'm making for me that I can't contain it. So I'm telling everybody. And like my boss is pumped and he's like, oh, this is so awesome. It's like my sister, who's my best friend is pumped. And so we actually have this accountability now where she also has created a vision, has goals, and they're very similar. So we call or text each other every morning to start the day and then at the end of the day. So it's just a couple minutes. Oh, that's cool. But we're holding each other accountable and like I'm winning. I'm winning with my family. I'm winning in life. Like I'm winning. And so anyways, it's just fun to hear those success stories of people that are going on a journey and that start to embrace what we're teaching mm-hmm. and to watch the almost immediate success. And it's contagious, you know, not only to her family, but her friends and her work. And I mean, that's very cool. And it just makes you think about how often do we sit in the presence of greatness, but we don't have the ears to hear it. How often do we have somebody that has something great to share that they're trying to share what they're learning with us? And we're like, oh, that's nice for them. Because it's weird how we respond strangely to other people's success or is it the fact that maybe we're a little convicted and that turns us off or shuts us down? There's that. I mean, again, you can get excited about it and jump on board or you can be like, eh, it's so interesting how we yeah. do that. Yeah. And, you know, I would hope that I, I get excited, but I feel that from people sometimes when you're sharing something that, you know, you've accomplished and you're just like, gosh, like this, <laughs> this isn't even landing. <laughs> Here I am feeling amazing yeah. and they could care less. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Guess I'm not going to share good things with you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so a- anyways, it, it's just super exciting to see um, impact. And I also had a chance... Um, I know last time I went, you went along with me to the detention center mm-hmm. and I had a chance to go again this week. And I just, it's so fun, um, man. If you have never had the chance to, um, to work with kids who are in a very vulnerable state who have been in trouble and are struggling, it is such a life changing thing to be around people and kids that are there. Now, were there any of the same kids that were there? Or have, have they moved on? There are a bunch of new kids yeah. and then some familiar faces. Yeah. Um, and, but, but it's just, you know, these kids were so hungry. 
there's this young man who um, he's going to the de- uh, Department of Corrections. You have to do something really bad when you're a minor to go to the DOC. Um, so he's going to be locked up for a while. And he comes from a long line of people that have been locked up. But, and he's been in and out of detention for years. But the lead teacher said it's different this time. He was leaning forward, eyes wide and hungry. He asked question after question after question to me about life. And he was totally absorbing it. And so, you know, it's so interesting when our kids don't get something and it gets really frustrating because they have to learn the hard way. There's this point in, in each of our lives where we can be stubborn, but, but then there's a moment we get, we get low enough or humble enough. It's humility that sets us up to learn, right? When we choose to humble ourselves and let go of the pride, that was where this young man was. He was humble and now he's ready to receive. He's ready, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's going to be very exciting to see the growth in him um, over time. That's wonderful. And, you know, it for all of us, it's like, because we all have those moments, and you're just like, man, why did it take me to get here to learn and to listen? Correct. And I had another young man who said almost verbatim that very thing. Because um, he just asked, he said, How, what advice do you have for someone who is going back into a toxic environment, which is all of these kids, just about every one of these kids, right? They are a product of their environment. So for the first time in their lives, or if they've been repeat offenders, they're now, the detention center creates margin for them to pause and reflect and look at how toxic their environment is and to realize I'm caught in a cycle, a feedback loop. So they're realizing that for the first time. Now they get to see a little bit of, imagination of where do I want to go? Do I want to stay here or not? So they're seeing the, how toxic it is and making the necessary changes. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really fascinating. But this young man just said, what advice do you have for me? I'm going back to the hood, back to my homies. How do I not get sucked in? Those are the questions they're asking. And those are the tough decisions I have to make. So powerful stuff. And when we come back, we're going to dive into this conversation about influence and how to develop influence in your own life. In the meantime, go check us out online at fivestarlife.org. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the Five Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at fivestarlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, joined in the studio with my co-host, Coach Mia. So, and also producer Arnold back here. What's up, guys? Glad to be here. (laughs) Uh, Arnold is having a great day. And um, we are glad to have him on the show. Aaron, do you have any thoughts from that first segment? We're talking about influence and talking about the SNAP program and just kids and tough situations, how they're learning how to be resilient and change their change their mindset, break out of the evil evil cycles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're talking about leadership in our current curriculum and the leadership principles that we're sharing. You know, they can apply to anyone and everybody. One of the things that I feel that kids that wind up in those situations don't have 
is an opportunity to hear some of these lessons. And so today, for example, we talked about your vibe. We talked about the fact that everybody's a leader. Uh, we talked about pre in, in previous lessons, we've talked about the fact that, you know, if you're not leading yourself something or someone else is leading you, I'm hearing that level of, I'm hearing that level of leadership for the first time in my life. And, you know, I'm in my mid thirties. A lot of these kids that are coming up. They probably wouldn't, won't, you know, without, without the snap leadership program, what other opportunities do they have to hear these sorts of principles? That's why I'm, that's why I'm excited about what five star life is doing. That's why I'm excited about this, um, the snap leadership program. And those kids just by virtue of being a part of this program have a bright future. So I always get excited hearing about the SNAP leadership program. So. Love it. Well said. And to Arnold's point, it's why it's so important that if you're listening to this program and you, you, you like the concepts and the values and things that we're teaching, you're saying, man, th this resonates. How can I help? It's as simple as liking this show, sharing it, and getting involved. So, you know, is does your local school have five-star? Are you in a county that that, you know, has a probation program or detention center, do they have five-star? So it's leveraging your influence to have impact. And, you know, when, when good people do nothing, the world stays in the cycle it's in. But when we, if we can step out and do a new cycle, we can create a new cycle for kids all across this nation. We have the solution. So our, our mission with Arnold, our team, 2024 is a year of incredible expansion. That's where our focus is, growth and expansion. So we want five-star in every school and every detention center. Every program should have five-star. And so we've got the scalable tools. You can easily be the person to make an introduction. So I encourage you to do that at fivestarlife.org. Just hit the contact us button, reach out. We'll have a conversation. Very good. That's how you have influence. We're talking about influence. Mm -hmm. You could influence... Gosh, I just, I just, um, we had an opportunity to put a, a tower at Summit, you know, and, and so we had the opportunity, we had uh, the sheriff department uh, reach out to us, and they were looking for a place, and they said, your property, according to all the research, was the ideal place. There's a gap, there's a safety gap where they could not communicate, uh, where the police is a dead zone, which is dangerous mm -hmm. for law enforcement. Um, so, so and emergency services. And so they said, this is the, this is the place to have it. Would you be willing to do this? Well, we, we said, sure. Great. And it developed this incredible trust and relationship with the sheriff. And, um, we didn't try to charge him an arm and a leg for a tower. We just said, we want to be partners. How can we, we want this county to be safer, but let's work together. Well, the sheriff then introduced us to the judges and attorneys, and this morning, uh, our executive director and myself uh, presented to their probation department, and they're going to be moving forward with Five Star Life this spring. So it's going to be a whole other county, our first county in Michigan, that is going to be um, opening their doors to Five Star Life curriculum to be implemented with all the kids in the county on probation. So uh, just an introduction, just a conversation, it's powerful. It is powerful. And it's also, you know, you never know, uh, you know, you're like, oh, I, you know, I'm not in those circles. And look at, I mean, it was a tower and a place, uh, the sheriff. So yes. it can happen. It can happen. A friend of a friend. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. So thank you for doing that. Also, just a reminder, you can listen to the show anywhere that podcasts are streamed. You can also watch us on YouTube 
at the five star life and um, just hit the subscription button. We've been getting a bunch of new subs- uh, subscribers. Thank you so much for subscribing so you don't miss any of our shows. Um, thanks for sharing it too and for commenting. Yeah, it's been fun. It has been fun. There's some whacked out comments though. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> it's, I'm sure it's nobody that's watching right now because it, you can tell it's like pranksters or kids that just get on there just to have fun, but it's funny. It's very funny. What I, this is a part of Seth that most people don't know is like, he just giggles. He reads them and he just dies laughing. And I mean, <laughs> it makes me laugh because I was like, you know what? Only, only Seth. Oh man. So when you work with kids your whole life, <laughs> you have to have like a sense of humor and thick skin and they kind of go hand in hand, right? It's the people that can't laugh at themselves that have thin skin, right? Right. So you got to be able to laugh. I mean, I have kids call me everything and talk about my forehead and my hairline and <laughs> dark spots and I mean, everything. It's just, it just strikes me as hilarious when they do it because they're so blunt. You're like, that's so inappropriate. Like <laughs> it's so inappropriate to talk to an adult that way, but it's hilarious. Um, so, so it is, uh, it is good times. Keeps my head small as my wife says. Yeah. And um, I'm like, no, honey, that's what you're for. So you do that too. So um, it, it, it's, it's fun. Um, but we're talking about influence mm-hmm. and, um, ultimately th- this idea of influence, so many people Mia, wrongly think that they don't have any influence and it's just not true. Qu- like nobody listens to me. Nobody listens to my opinion. No eyes are on, on me. No, nobody's paying attention to what I think or feel. And that is just simply not true. Um, quantum physics, the study of the flow of matter and energy, which is fascinating to study. It, it reveals that we're just shared energy, right? So, so we all have this energy force and a vibe. We have a frequency that we have and the frequency can change based on our mood. And so research shows that every one of us has a vibe or a frequency. And so it's the person that you can think of right now who, when they walk in the room, makes the hair in the back of your neck stand up. Makes you cringe. Cringe fest is happening when you think of that person or when they walk in. Or the person that walks in the room when you just feel like you feel so good when they walk in. You can't explain how you feel. It's like that's that person. They have a vibe. And so we all carry a vibe. Um, going to the grocery store, you can see people's vibes, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like pig pen. It's like the invisible pig pen from Charlie Brown. It's this, it's this cloud that permeates us and that cloud can smell really good or really bad. It can look really bad or look, there's a feel to it. And so we tell kids and adults, if you want to leverage your influence, you're going to influence, they say 10,000 people over the course of your life. But if you want to leverage that influence and make sure the influence is not just flipping a coin on whether it's a positive or negative experience for that person, if you want to be a positive force for good, then look no further than identifying what your vibe is and selecting that. What vibe do I want to have? That is such a good practice because I never, I didn't understand that. And then I would always think, why, why are people afraid of me? I'm like, but the vibe, you know, cause I was like, internally, I was either mad at something or I was overthinking something, but that scares people apparently. So. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, most of us are completely unaware of our vibe. I had no clue. It was in my twenties when I had a, a friend just say, um, Seth, um, I just had a conversation with somebody and this is what I love. This is what good friends do. They don't gossip me on your back. They come to you like, I just had a conversation with somebody. And this person's like, yeah, what's up with Seth? And I'm like, what do you mean what's up with Seth? Like, well, he's like, I don't know. He's just kind of cold. And he's just 
I don't know if he thinks he's better than me or if he's just uh, doesn't care, but I don't know what's up with him. And so them sharing that with me, I was like, that's how I come across. I had no clue. That's how I come across. I don't want to come across that way. So that was the beginning for me of changing and being aware of how, how do I vibe? What is my, and the fun thing about this is we get to control our vibe. We have the power to select the vibe we want to have, which in the next segment, I want to unpack kind of a hack I have. Arnold, do you got any thoughts on that? Again, I keep bragging about the stuff that we teach here at Five Star. And for me, like I've been with the, I've been with Five Star for about the past six months now, week in, week out, I get to hear these lessons, take them in. Sometimes we talk about leadership, we talk about mental, mental health. The one underlying theme I love is just how intentional we can be with our lives. Like our lives are not out of control. There's such a level of intentionality that if we can get a hold of it, you know, we can break through in our leadership. We can break through in our mental health. Yeah, we're a product of our environments, but that doesn't have to shape your future. I just love hearing about it. So, Well said. That leads us into our next break. So we'll take uh, a few seconds, listen to this, and then the break. Check us out online. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in the studio with Coach Mia. Thank you, and Producer Honor. Five Star Nation, what's up? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Five Star Nation is in the house. By the way, if you just tuned in, Thank you for listening. Thanks for liking this show and for sharing it. And if you haven't yet, subscribe to it. If you enjoy the content, it's really consistently good. Um, I say that humbly. Um, so uh, also uh, go to fivestarlife.org to, uh, to learn more about who we are, what we do. If you've listened to a couple of shows, a few shows, get involved. You've heard enough about us. Maybe take a step to get involved or to share this with somebody else. Um, I, before we move on, we're talking about influence. Leadership is influence. And, you know, the foundational level of influence, if you want to leverage your influence and make sure you're influencing and leading people in a positive way, look no further than the vibe that you give off with people. You have a vibe. I have a vibe. And it's so exciting to talk about these things with the kids, the thousands and thousands of kids we serve, with the parents we work with. And again, last night, um, I'm at the SNAP program with, again, parents and kids who have gotten into minor trouble. And th there was a, there, there's a set of parents who the, the mom works two jobs, 70 hours a week. Oh my gosh. The dad works two jobs, three jobs, three jobs, 70 hours a week. The, the kid is, where's the kid? So, so here's the cool thing the mom is now getting a vision for what she wants. She's like, I don't want to work. I asked her when the last time she had a day off was October. Oh my goodness. 70 hours a week, seven days a week. 
so so the dad's there last night and I the, the mom now is getting a bit like I don't want to do this this is hurting our family I want to like what I want for my life is to be a family I want to spend more time with my son now the the dad was there last night he took off work to be there and his vision was to build a house in the country that's why he's working so hard that's why his his wife is working so hard. So they're working so hard to get to the vision, but he said something so powerful last night. He said, I need to adjust my vision to save my son. Mm. It made me cry. He said, he said, I, 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 I've started the project. Like I'm, I'm, I'm on the cusp of it, but something has to give so I can save my son. And I just, you hear about these, stories of kids and and we just there's such a stigma around those kids and those parents and there's such an arrogance I hear it all the time like I'm not I'm I'm not just throwing this out there I hear it all the time in people's comments about these types of parents and I just I just always say you just you, you just don't know what you're talking about if you were in their shoes I promise you you would be struggling and you might be doing the same thing they're doing. I promise you. So the, the key is, what are you going to do? Decide to say, man, pull yourself up. Look what I've done. I've done it. And it's like, well, yes, but I guarantee everybody that's done it, they had voices and people that showed them the way. I promise you that. Anybody that tells me I'm self-made, I did it all on my own, they are absolutely lying or they are incredibly unaware of who really helped them get there. And so when I think about my life, I've just had so many, I've been everywhere. Turn. I've people that have supported me and got me to this point. And this is, this was of God so that I could actually reach out. Mm -hmm. That's the purpose. And that's the message I'd have for anybody that maybe you find yourself. Maybe you found yourself with quick answers for people that are struggling. And I just want to tell just, just bite your tongue and just shut your mouth and just, and just humble yourself and just say a prayer for them. Because when you can, when you can do that, then empathy comes in and then maybe you can start to get a little bit, bit, bit of vision about maybe how you can support them. I'm not talking about somebody that's trying to use you and bring you into their second. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about, we work with people in our SNAP program, and I'm telling you, the it is a very small group of parents that aren't hungry and absorbing and changing. It is a very, it's very few that are just, you know, manipulative and ignoring the facts and disconnect with reality. Very few. And you know what, too, the fact that they are, they show up, you have got to give it to them because... Two jobs, three jobs. I mean, some parents work one job. Some parents don't work, and they don't. They couldn't show up like Correct. these folks. Yes, exactly. All of these people work. All of these people work. Over the last year and a half since we started this program, I think we've only had one person, one parent that wasn't working. So the stigma that these kids come from families they're all lazy. Just go ahead and chalk that up as false. Over the last year and a half. I mean, 
very few are there. Well, and just the fact that what they're working for, they're working for the American dream. That's right. We want to build a home in it, in the country, and you know, and to to have our family to do something special for their son. But in that dream, I mean, that's why it, it made me cry is that they realize that, geez, oh, Pete, you know. Yep. We, we have another family that this is their second cohort. They returned. They re-registered, even though they're free from the system. They came back, and then they brought their 17-year-old son with them, too. Wow. So they have, like, their, their you know, 14-year-old son or 15-year-old son and their 17-year-old. The, the, the parents, their dream is to start their own restaurant. Like, they, they're making plans because, like, they're making plans. And it's just exciting to come alongside families like that and support them. So, again... If you're listening to this and this is encouraging to you, everybody that listens to our show that has made a donation, that sponsored a, something we do, an event, you all are part of this impact. This is what you're giving to. You're helping families reconnect, re-engage. You're helping parents. You're giving them the margin to think about what changes they need to make so they can fight for their kids. And it's amazing how, as the parents change, it's amazing how the kids want that too. So we had a whole intervention last night that I can't go into detail with, but just crazy, just violence, fighting between, you know, mother, daughter, and just complex situations that we get to walk them through and, and help them. So very powerful. Thank you for supporting that. Um, okay. I, I do want to shift back to this lesson on influence because we're talking about how to influence people. And ultimately, you know, we all have a vibe and that, that vibe is so huge in getting hired or fired. That vibe, I mean, so Mia, you, you, one of the hats you wear is HR. And so you are a part of all the hiring processes. And it's, it's interesting because at the end of the day, people that you promote, people you hire or fire, I mean, one of the simplest tests of a, a person on our staff is, when you think of their face, when they put their their face in your in your office, mm-hmm. are you excited to see them? Like as for any manager, for any leader out there, that simple test right there is a lot, right? It is. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. I, I like to see your faces in my office. Good, good. Well, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <I appreciate that. laughs> what are you saying? You don't catch the vibe? You can't feel that vibe? I think I need to start being more intentional as far as looking for that vibe. There you go. There you go. Uh-huh. So um, anyways, that vibe is so strong. And one of the simplest things we can do is just be intentional. Like what vibe do I want to put out there to my boss or to my employees or to my spouse or to my kids? Like that right there will influence whoever it is in a really positive way or really negative way. It's that simple. Like this is not rocket science, but one of the hacks I have is, and you guys can, everybody thinks I'm cheesy for this, I think. Um, and I don't care, but I love it. It works for me. But every, every doorway is a threshold, right? Every threshold is a reminder. I'm entering into a new space with new faces. How do I want to show up and what vibe do I want to give them? So instead of coming into a room like this, looking at my phone or distracted from whatever I just came from, it's a reset for me, like be fully present and be engaged with this person, this group. It is a great hack for me. Helps me a lot. Just stay in the moment, you know, and so I'm conscious, not letting the, the, the cycle, you know, take over and run me. 
Our office has a lot of doorways. There's a lot of doorways. Yeah. <laughs> it could, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not like shaking and my eyes aren't blinking no, because okay. of it. So okay. I'm not that crazy about it. It's just a reminder, a subtle reminder. All right. We got a break. We'll come back with more five select after this. Five Star Life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350-acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to 5starlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Welcome back to the 5 Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in the studio with Coach Neil. That's right. Hey, a fun episode so far. If you're uh, checking this episode out, let us know in the comments what you think. Yes, thank you for doing that. Um, so uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is, you know, we have some great things coming up. Actually, we're kicking off Five Star Life Innovative Learning. And over the, uh, actually last Friday, we kicked it off. And it, it is a brand new program that we have been dreaming of, envisioning for years. And it's finally here. So we have our first South Bend school that is being bussed up to Summit one day a week for six weeks. And they're going to go through a innovative learning program that consists of three courses that are six weeks long. And one course is equine. The other course is health education. And the other one is nature education. And so have some amazing partners. Beacon Health is partnered with us. So they have health uh, educators and nurses that are going to be teaching kids um, the basics of first aid. And they will finish the course being CPR certified. Oh my gosh. Is that cool or what? That is so cool. So the day is coming. The time is coming. You're going to hear a story from somebody in the neighborhood or maybe even on the news how a kid that's 12 years old saved their grandma or saved their little sibling who was dying. It, it, you're going to hear that. That's very cool. So we have about 500 kids in our pilot program going through this. We're super excited about it. And obviously the equine thing is going to be really strong too in the nature. So um, this is fun. So if you're out there and you're an educator and you're like, I'd like to learn more about how our, our, our school could take advantage of this, go to fivestarlife.org to learn more about that. How are we going to wrap up this incredible uh, conversation? Uh, so, so we're talking about leadership as influence. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about like at the foundation of being a leader the low-hanging fruit, if you want to increase your influence or make sure it's positive, look no further than look in the mirror. What's your vibe? How do you come across to people? And so being intentional by having a vibe that is positive is, is, is the foundation. And ultimately, what I talk about with kids is like it's a foundational principle. Five star, one of our values is respect, treating others the way you want to be treated, right? So, so if you can start to look at people and treat people with respect. Treat every single person the way you want to be treated. Well, how do you want to be treated? Like when somebody walks in the room, do you want them to be looking at the floor? Or do you want them to be warm and welcoming and look at you and say hello? Right. Do you want them to see you or do you want to be invisible to them? Right? So your kids, it, when you were a kid, did, did you want your parent to come home on the phone, busy, distracted, bringing the 
the frustration from the workday that you had nothing to do with as a kid? Do you want them to bring that in and just be thinking, me, 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 I need to put my feet up, I need to get this, I'm stressed out? Is that what you wanted as a kid? None of us wants that. What do we want as a kid? We want when our mom or dad comes through that door, when we walk through the door and see them for the first time, we want them to look us in the eyes and just love us. That's what we all want. We still want that from our parents, right? It's an innate trait. We all want to be loved and accepted. We want to be seen. We want to be believed in. And so for, for me, my hack is I, I think that love is such a powerful force. So for me, when I walk through a doorway, it's, as I mentioned in the last segment, that's a reminder for me to reset myself. I want to show up. I want, I want my vibe to be love. That's what I want to do. And this helps me so much because now by choosing to operate in love, it's it's automatically taking me out of the equation. I'm not thinking about when I walk in the room, it's not about me. It's about Mia. It's about Arnold. It's about whoever's in the room. It's been such a great hack because now I'm fully present on love and I'm thinking about others. A lot of people get this twisted, right? And influence is really more a form of manipulation. How can I get people to like me? How can I win friends, influence people? Which is a really good thing to do. But for what end? To what end? And I found if you want to have maximum influence, you want all those things. You want influence. You want friends. Like, like don't go about it the superficial way. Go about it from a pure heart and it will pay dividends. And that pure heart is love. So how did you make this switch? Did you just decide one day that this is what you were going to do? Um, it was, so I studied, last year I started studying love. I, I've been on this journey for a long time. I can't remember a, a point in time necessarily. Okay. But I started the hack of, of using the threshold of a door a long time ago. Just thinking about like, what's, what's my vibe? Like, what do I want to, what impact do I want to have? I want to be upbeat. I want to be positive. It's evolved into, I want to be more than just positive and kind and nice because I can be that, but it can be superficial. You can be kind, you can be nice, but I have love coming out of you. And people pick up that you're kind and nice. There's a different level of depth when somebody walks in in love and they're seeing you. There's a difference. You can find, like when you meet some people, somebody, like you look them in the eyes and you know within 20, 30 seconds, like they're nice, mm-hmm. but disinterested. Or, man, this, per- this person right here, uh, they just have this presence. Like I like being around them. When you have love, that's what you give them. You truly see them. Mm-hmm. And they recognize I'm seen right now. And now... Influence gets really easy because your eyes are off yourself. You're not focused on your own insecurities. You're not focused on, is this group, is this room going to like me? How are they going to respond to me? You're not even focused on that. You're focused on, on pouring in love and being present. And that's a ton of fun and it's very freeing because I'm not worried. I'm not self-conscious. I'm not worried about me. I'm just thinking about them. What about the saying that you can't give what you don't have? So if you don't, you know, you've got to love yourself first. Yes, which we've covered that even on the show. If you go back to the archives, we've talked about that. I mean, you know, the number one person you influence is yourself. And so if you don't love yourself, it's really hard. And then it is, there's this saying, fake it till you make it. I mean, if I have to choose, do I have to wait to have a good vibe until I get to this place of pure love for myself? No, it's ongoing journey. I think there's different levels that we come to, right, of 
accepting and loving ourselves and being whole and complete in who we are. I think there's levels to that. So start where you're at, but at least get the vibe right. Being kind, even if it's a little superficial, if you're faking a little bit, it's better than coming in grumpy. True. So we're all on journey. There's no judgment. We're all taking steps. We are. Yeah, I got a question for you. What would you say is the biggest obstacle that you faced as far as like owning your own vibe and then like switching switching your mentality to, you know, it not being about what you can get out of having a positive vibe, but but building a positive vibe based on being others focused? Like what has been the biggest obstacle along that journey? Because it's not easy. So I think the biggest obstacle is just consistently um, focusing on it, you know, whatever we focus on um, will grow in our life. It'll be magnified in their life. So, you know, the more I focus on it, the more it's a part of me. But if I'm not intentional, you know, I would stay, I would have stayed in that same cycle of where, whatever my vibe was. So the only way you change your vibe is you're, it's, it's not super easy. It's not super complicated, but it's not like, Oh, I'm going to change my vibe because we have a cycle we talked about this in previous shows, the subconscious part of our brain runs these cycles of being moody or being selfish or being annoyed or being insecure or whatever that vibe is, that thing is not going to go away overnight necessarily. It's going to take some intentionality to say, no, no, I'm going to reset. That's why the doorway thing is helpful because it's kind of resetting. And so it's just reminding yourself and teaching yourself to come out of this cycle into a new cycle to say, okay, I'm going to pay attention to my vibe. I'm going to work on my vibe. And it's just a little bit every day. And then it becomes a habit. It becomes a part of the new cycle, the new you. Yeah, I like that. Um, one of my biggest obstacles and biggest challenges is mirroring other people's vibes. And I think the reason that I default to that is because I haven't been intentional with owning my own vibe. Yeah, and that's built into our... It's natural to mirror. There's these things called mirror neurons that we are naturally inclined to mirror what the other person's doing. Even if you watch people in interviews, if you watch a, a talk show, if a person folds their arm... I mean, within a minute or so, you'll see somebody else pull their arm. If somebody leans back, the other person will lean back. If somebody leans forward. So there's there's mirroring neurons that it's natural because it's how we learn to adapt and connect with people. But when it's toxic mirroring, we don't want to do that. So it is, it's, it is about intentionality. Um, great questions. Great show. We're out of time. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have so much going on at Five Star Life. Listen, really want to encourage you to consider um, getting on board with Five Star in a, in a practical way, whether it's volunteering, donating, or just being a champion for Five Star by introducing our program, our mission to people in your community. You can be a catalyst for change. Talk about influence. It's a big deal. Uh, until then, be sure to like this, subscribe to this, share this. We'll see you next week. At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you are interested in being a part of our journey, please visit fivestarlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.